0: you done now? Oh, Brian, what have you done now? Now?
1: As they said in the film, Back to the Future,
2: where we're we going, we don't need roads.
1: Wait a minute, wait a minute, Doc, uh, are you telling me you built
2: a time machine?
1: Kind of a DeLorean?
3: You've got to
2: come back with me! Back to the future! Hello everybody, welcome to Back to the Future, the podcast, the only podcast looking back in time with the greatest film trilogy of all time, Back to the Future. I'm your friend in time, Brad Gilmore, and welcome. Welcome to season six of the show. I am uh, beyond excited to... Be talking to you all today, because today is a very special day. It's a very special day, and um, it's funny, I started this podcast, I don't know if I've ever told the story on the show, so bear with me if I have, but I started this podcast nearly five years ago, in spring of 2015, excuse me while I try to get my headphones together here, in spring of 2015, and I did so because... There was no other Back to the Future-related podcast out there at the time, right? It didn't exist. And I said, man, I I can't believe there's never been a Back to the Future podcast. So I um, decided to start it, and it was going to just be, you know, an offshoot of my main feed, The Brad Gilmore Show, and, you know, I said, no, this deserves its own feed, because no one is talking about Back to the Future in long form. And since that day, I decided to do the first episode. I've gotten to talk to Jeffrey Weissman, Claudia Wells, Crispin Glover, uh, Harry Waters Jr., Kevin Pike, Cassine Gaines, Jason Aaron. I mean, the list goes on and on of of J.J. Harrison, Ian Desher, of people I've gotten to talk to related to this Back to the Future franchise. And I uh, never thought that it would parlay into this and the, this is a special announcement that I'm going to be making here. Earlier today, I got on, uh, went on a, a show called SEN Live, which is the Schmodown Entertainment Network, uh, which are people I really work really close to, uh, Mark and Christian the Schmoes. And they have a, a very popular movie reviewers, and they have a popular show on YouTube. So I called in to make the announcement there, and I'm going to be playing that announcement for all of you because it is back to the future related and it is
1: pretty
2: heavy, if you know what I mean. So, um, I really just wanna thank all of you before this announcement's made, all the pinheads out there who have kept this show alive throughout all my iterations. I mean, after season one I had David Boy Mitchell and, and, and Norm Benford come on for season two. Davy left and and we had Norm come back on for season three and then Norm kind of went off, and, and then I just did season four Netflix style, and then season five was seemed to be like this long, never-ending <laughs> season that spanned like a whole year, I think, uh, of just a few episodes, and then now I'm here on season six, and, and and here's the one thing, before I get into this announcement, um, this season, season six, is not going to be sporadic, it's going to be week to week, I'm going to be having really cool people on the show going forward, and we're going to be talking about... <coughs> All things back to the future, and I think it's, we're gonna have a real long season, and I'm really excited to sit down and, and finally, and finally, you know, get back to doing this on a on a regular basis because I've had some other stuff that I've been going on, you know, uh, the show with Booker on ESPN Radio, and then doing what I'm about to announce. So uh, I think that without me rambling on anymore. Let me get to this announcement. This was me earlier today on SEN Live with my guy Mark Ellis, John Rocha, Ben Goddard, and the lovely Kate Mulligan, making a big, big, huge Back to the Future related announcement. Here it is. <laughs> All right, Brad. Uh, Brad, you've got a big announcement. I, I'm really curious yeah. to see what it is because I honestly don't know. Um, let's do it.
0: All right. Well, you know um – the thing, the thing that's been so cool, and the reason why I wanted to do this on SDN with you know the great community that we have is I don't think there's ever been a fan base, and I work around wrestling and all kinds of stuff. I don't think there's ever been a fan base as rabid and loyal as the ShmoDown community has been to yeah. me. I mean, even since I've started, just like, I don't know, it's been like two years that I've been around doing the show with Frank, who um, by the way is an absolute gem. That guy, Frank, is so good, and, and it's an honor to work with him and a privilege. But you know, since we've been doing the show. I, I've seen just such an awesome, awesome response from the audience. And even you know, last week or whenever it was when I was going heel on everybody on Twitter just playing around, even that was so much fun just to have the interplay. And uh, that's why I wanted to make this announcement here on the show. I um, am really proud to announce that I am following in the footsteps of guys like Ken Knapsack or Jason Inman. And on April the 14th of 2020, I will be releasing my very first book, um, about Back to the Future, which is my favorite, film franchise. Yeah. my favorite film franchise of all time. is Back to the Future, and uh, I've done a podcast for the last five years about it, and the great folks over there at Mango Publishing, we started getting into conversations with each other, and next thing you know, they said, we want you to write a book about Back to the Future. I said, I'd be honored to. So Back from the Future, a celebration of the greatest time travel story ever told is available for pre-order Right this second Woo! on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, that's and it's awesome. And going to be released in hardcover mm-hmm. in, in April. And I just wanted to, you know come on here and talk about it. Mark Ellis uh, was, was was you know blessed me with a little bit of uh, a blurb for the book, and he oh, read nice. a little bit of the project. And I'm just excited because this has been my favorite franchise forever. And I still think it's the greatest pure trilogy of movies. You know, just move franchises just have three entries, no more, no less. I think Back to the Future competes with them all. And, uh, you know, my grandmother died in, uh, 2016 from Parkinson's disease. And I know Michael J. Fox and his work in Parkinson's has made me love these movies even harder. So it's really an honor for me to get to, uh, immortalize my thoughts and opinions about what I believe to be the greatest time travel story ever told.
4: I'll I'm tell saying, you what, Brad, we're, we're all so excited for you. I'm really happy that your special announcement when you said following in the footsteps of people like Ken Napslock, was not that you also were going to go into stand-up comedy because yes. I just don't have the time. For, I, I, I can't get that many people on one show. But the Back to the Future thing. And, I just and, got booted. Didn't I? Get in line, Gilmore. It's going to get a tight 90 seconds. <laughs> I'm a huge <laughs> Back Real to the Future fan, too, and, and Brad will ratify this. Is that the fir- When Brad first told me about the project, the first thing I said, I quoted Back to the Future. I was like, get out of town. I didn't know you did anything creative, I <laughs> love doing that <laughs> line to people, um, but no, he he sent me a, a fair portion of, of the book, and look, to get me to read something, y- you really got to twist my arm, or you have to say it's about Back to the Future, because mm. I think that Back to the Future, the first film, I think it's the, the most fun movie ever made, I think it might be the the most entertaining movie that you could possibly put on a screen, I still get chills when he plugs in and he rips into Johnny B. good after Earth Angel oh, yeah. it just, I you meant at the beginning <laughs> It's the best when when, when, he, when Dude, he's too just, loud for Huey yes, Lewis yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah right, yeah even before that. It's, yeah. there's so many great moments in that and, and and Brad's book does a really good job of of highlighting the characters it celebrates the overall fun of the trilogy but right. he really gets in deep with with, with some of the pathos of, of somebody like a Biff. And, uh, obviously Marty and doc. And so it's, it's a really well-rounded piece and I'm so excited for everybody to check it out. I a hundred percent co-sign what he said and go pre-order it right now. You will not be disappointed.
1: Yeah. Brett showed it to me, um, when we were there at the award show last weekend and I immediately went home and pre-ordered it. So I, I'm looking forward to oh, it I as well. That, no, of course. dude. Well, like- and, and what, what Mark was
0: saying about, you know, the, the book and what it is, I mean, there's been other books that are about the making of the trilogy. I mean, mm-hmm. there's the ultimate visual history. There's we don't need roads, which is a book by Cassine games They're all phenomenal great, books. Ma'am. So I wanted to go. I wanted to go in a, in a completely different way. I mean, I, I obviously I cover the making of Trilogy. I do some background information, but a lot of us diehard fans we know a lot about that. So I wanted to get into things that haven't been covered. That's like the animated series, the ride, the comic books. Um, I even have uh, some chapters in the book called the Almanac, where I kind of rank the greatest inventions, the greatest looks of the time machine. Mm-hmm. I mean, all these kinds of things. And uh, the, one of the chapters that I'm most proud of is a chapter called American Time Story, Old Man Biff, where there was a deleted scene in Back to the Future Part Two that was cut out. And I think that it was one of the worst cuts in cinematic history, and it could have changed the entire franchise if they would have left it in. And I kind of go in deep on that as well. So there's fan theories, there's lists, there's behind-the-scenes information. And, you know, I've hosted the Back to the Future podcast, for the last five years, and I've talked to everyone from Crispin Glover oh. to Claudia Wells, who played I thought that Parker. wasn't
3: weird at all. <laughs> it was very,
0: it was very strange uh, in some ways, but you know, he's he's, he's great. I mean, it was great to have you know have him on Jeffrey Wiseman, who was the guy who replaced Crispin Glover mm. in parts two and three. I've had him on. Uh, you talked about Marvin Berry, uh, you know, Harry Waters Jr., who sang Earth Angel in the film. I've had all these people on, wow. and I've gotten to know the community over the last five years. So it's really just it's just so awesome to write a book about back to the future i mean here i am i was born after all three movies were released i don't mean to make you feel okay. even older Roka.
3: But <laughs> i feel just, like you didn't I, need to you didn't need to drop that i took you uh, brad took, you're took, breaking
1: up sorry yeah, yeah. Brad, <laughs> i took your mother to the first film brad it didn't work
4: out but, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all good it's all good
0: i wonder i wondered why i couldn't grow a beard either
1: uh-huh. touche my friend
0: Lining in the New York Comedy
4: Club, Brad Line.
0: Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. No, but I just, I just, I'm just so excited. Like I said, I mean, for um for me to do anything to to tie myself to this franchise in any way is just like beyond my wildest imagination. And you know, I never thought that I would write a book, let alone I never thought I'd be hosting an after show about a movie trivia competition. So you don't know where this crazy life's going to take you. But I'm just so happy that I have people like all of y'all over there who've been so supportive of me, and um, Christian who, who's given me such a great platform. And uh, I'm just excited to really let the people read this project because I really this writing a book kind of sucks. Like it's a really hard process. So I'm happy <laughs> yes. that we're now in like the final stages to where people can start to pre-order it. And then in a couple of months, hardcover edition comes out because in July, it's the 35th anniversary of the mm. release of the first film. Right. So it's kind of good timing for everything.
1: Yeah, Napsock talked about it when he was doing the Star Wars book. How much of a chore it was to write that thing, and I have to, you have to make yourself because you have to hit a deadline. You have to do all these kinds of things. How much effort it actually takes? Writing
4: is—it's the hardest part of my job as mm-hmm. a comic. It, it's the toughest thing is actually to because because you'll be driving around and just have funny thoughts pop in your head yeah. sometimes, but to actually sit down and and continue the craft because it does unlock a side of your brain if you continue to do it every day. Mm-hmm. I have this project that I have a I have a deadline for on Thursday. I have to write a bunch of stuff for, and it's like me writing anything, I, it's like James Con writing in Misery halfway through the movie after he's had his <laughs> yeah. legs clubbed and he's not being fed anything and he's turned and he's just on a typewriter and he doesn't even have the end doesn't work and it's like, that's how I feel writing all the time. So for Brad to be able to crank this thing out, Kate, okay, let me ask you a question while we have Brad on, on the horn. Yes. Just about Back to the Future, is, is your family, because it was a big movie in my family like yes. when we were little kids, Yeah. are your kids of Back to the Future age? Yet? No,
3: not yet. Well, I don't know because I've definitely let my four and a half year old watch the Mandalorian. So my judgment's questionable. By the way, Brad, I need you to know my parents' real names. This is honest to God. I'm not making this up. My parents are George and Lorraine. Oh, no, that can't be true. Last, that I cannot swear cannot to God, George and Lorraine Mulligan, but I swear to God. So we were a huge Back to the Future family. Did they
4: need it, a fish under the sea dance? <laughs>
3: they, they, they basically, they basically did.
4: ceremonial they, Well, they, they met
3: each other in high school. But,
4: <laughs> well yeah. done, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Anyway, but yeah, no, I was a, I was a definite back to the view. I didn't, I uh, this is going to be controversial, Brad. You are talking
4: to Brad. I thought you were going to say your dad's name is Booker. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: my dad's name is Booker. My mom's name is T. Um, <laughs> um, I don't love the third. Sorry. Yeah. I, I'm sorry I said it, Brad. I, See, I, a lot of people I'm say that. Boat.
0: A lot of people say that. A lot of people say that. But when you go and you watch it, part three is most like the first. Like, you yes. know, it's Marty and Doc's stuck in the past yes. trying to find out how to get back back to the future and uh, you know there's a the love story in there with with Mary Steenberg. version. it it is really fun i think though it's kind of like i don't know if y'all i mean how many of y'all are big bond fans but if you watch um casino royale i feel like i have to watch quantum of solace right after since it picks up right there mm. and it's the same thing with that Sa- the, the future same two thing and three.
3: i have the yeah. same exactly <laughs> That's, you are so, you are speaking my life right
1: now. So, wait, I have to watch back, back to, to the future. And three. I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you: What did you just? Did you just? Of course, hosting that podcast for five years, talking to all those people, being a massive fan. Did the book unlock? Writing the book unlock anything new for you as a fan of the film or as a analyst of the series of the trilogy?
0: Absolutely, and, and the thing is, is like I've always just been diehard on the on the movies so to kind of jump into the expanded universe of the animated series of the oh, back right. to the future theme park ride oh, of even the new comic book series which the guy who wrote back to the future Bob Gale he writes the comic book series so there's this whole other you know world of back to the future that i really wasn't even covering that much you know because <laughs> the animated series wasn't even released till a couple of years ago so i didn't grow up with it i didn't know anything about it and to go in there and find out that uh, you know, Tom Wilson still reprises his role as Biff, or Mary Steenbergen plays, uh, you know, Clara Clayton, and and all these people. The guy who voiced Homer Simpson is the guy who voices Doc. Uh, and the animated series yeah. is how we got Bill Nye the science guy. It was, that's what launched his career. Oh, so, wow. to find out stuff like that, I had no idea before, so. Yeah, it definitely it definitely um, unlocked more trivia and, and things that I was just unaware of.
4: Brad, yeah. I just uh, I, I I had to look up a fact really quick because I was talking to you and uh, Frank after the Schmodown awards and draft. Which, by the way, it was great being on stage with you all during the draft. You guys crushed Yeah, you guys it. are amazing. Um, well, the host wasn't bad either, Kate. Um, the host so, was. The host, was, the host was.
3: His beard was fuckable. Because, <laughs> here we go.
4: For sure. So, I, obviously, everybody knows I'm a huge Van Halen fan, and I love the scene in Back to the Future where, you know, it Marty is like, I got to do something that's futuristic to, to get George to ask Lorraine to the dance, and so he plays him uh, from his Walkman, he plays him a tape, and it says Edward Van Halen on it, mm-hmm. and I was always of the opinion that that's, it, it's awesome, it's a great reference, but that's not actually Van Halen, it's not a Van Halen song. According to an interview in 2012 with TMZ, Eddie Van Halen confirmed that he actually did come in. And record something for Back to the Future. According to Eddie, he said, "Yeah, it was just a bunch of noise." So I don't know because the drums sound a little bit like Alex. So I don't know if Alex was playing drums, but it was that is actually you're hearing the greatest guitar player of all time into George McFly's ears in 1955. Wow, the greatest. Yeah, no,
0: I mean, and, and that's the thing too. I mean, I mean, the movie not only to have like you know Eddie Van Halen just come in for that, but like I mean, I don't know if there's a better 1980s movie song than "The Power of Love." you know, by Huey Lewis, wow. and, and to, have all, to have all, I mean, is there, is there a better song than okay. Power
4: of Love? I'm going to throw some nominees at you, but I think you might have just won it, because Danger Zone um, <laughs> Danger is up Zone. there. Danger uh, Zone's up there. Kenny Loggins himself is-, is Footloose
1: is, is better than Power of Love. I'm sorry. No, Kenny Loggins, Footloose. Yeah. Whoa, you whoa, hear that song, whoa. and you get up, and you start to dance. Yeah,
4: hey, you don't need no credit card, but you cannot be John Roker to ride this train. hey <laughs> <laughs>
3: Brad, well, look, we're bud, so happy for you. We're so proud That's of you, awesome. man. I cannot wait. Yeah. I'm telling everybody yeah.
4: to pre-order the book. This book belongs on the back of your toilet right next to Ken Napsocks. <laughs> Why We Love Star Wars. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And you can go, like I said, pre-order it on Amazon.com, on Barnes &
0: Noble, or you can go to backfromthefuturebook.com. And uh, check out new episodes of the podcast are coming this week. We're going to have a uh, fun episode coming up with Kevin Smith. We recast Back to the Future nice. for a new generation, so Ooh. it's, it's going to be pretty fun. So, yeah, y'all got to check it out. And thank you so much for the time. I appreciate you all. I love you all, and I, I think I'm going to be
3: seeing some of you in Atlanta.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. All right, get your five right. minutes ready. I'm doing stand up in Atlanta too. Yeah, <laughs> Type <time> five. <laughs> Type five coming up. Type five. All right. Thanks so much, thanks, Brad.
3: Congrats, Brad. Y'all take care. Thank you. Bye bye. why I Yelled. Bye. So there you have it.
2: There you have it, all my pinheads out there. It is official. Your man Brad Gilmore has a book coming out April the 14th, 2020. 35 years, almost 35 years. After Back to the Future Part 1 was released in the summer 1985, I have a book celebrating Back to the Future, not only the movies, but the animated series, the ride, the comic books, fan theories, the almanac, all of it. And you're going to be able to get that book right now. You can pre-order it right now at backfromthefuturebook.com, amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com, or IndieBound to find it at your favorite independent bookstore around the country and around the world for that matter because we are a worldwide podcast, and I could not have done this without all of you pinheads who are just so awesome and have kept me going with this podcast for as long as I have. And I am so thrilled that we're going to be able to continue this podcast into the future. That was a good spot to end, right? book.com. <laughs> Go to Amazon.com Pre-order it right now. We're a number one new release right now on Amazon. Number one new release. So keep that going. Keep the pre-orders coming in. And uh, subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, I'm Brad Gilmore. And I'll see you in the future.